Joining us in studio now is Kripa Deva, the author of Uhambo, The Journey. Now, this is a story on the arrival of indentured Indians to South Africa, written specifically for children so that they can read, understand and be proud of their heritage. Let's say a warm Lotus FM and official drive. Good afternoon to Kripa Deva. Welcome to the official drive. How are you doing? I'm fine. Thank you, Lloyd. Uh, thank you for inviting me on Radio Lotus. Thank you very much for coming through. Kripa, let's begin by asking you in terms of the thought process behind this book. Tell us more. I think um, if you, um, we are aware that it's 160 years this year that Indians have arrived in South Africa for the first time. And since our democracy, we've had many, many books written to adult audience and none thus far have been written for children. Having lived in India as well as overseas, I've always found, especially in India, the locals didn't know the history of Indians and how we arrived in South Africa. And we were always asked the question of, you know, are you from Africa rather than from South Africa? Right. How did you get there? So those questions always I wanted to write to them and uh, write to an audience that would understand our history. Now, Uhambo, the journey is narrated by uh, Raju as a child laborer. Tell us more about him and maybe the other characters as well. Writing the story, I had to think about how it would captivate an audience of young minds. Rather than writing just historical facts, I had to give it a twist in terms of an adventure. And that adventure had to be written in such a way, even though it is an untold chronicle of world history, Mm. I had to be able to write the story for children to understand it and create it into a fantasy story towards the end. The book captures the true essence of how children struggled during the 1860s and in the 1800s, forced to become child laborers and work on sugarcane plantations and various other areas of work. But the hardships that they experience have never been documented as children. We've got them as adults. So writing an adventure story, I had to also understand that the climate in which we live, after Mm. 160 years, we have to be able to bring in a story that is also interesting and we're in a society that will live of divide and social division. I had to be able to show children and teach children through storytelling that we can teach and have a history where they they have to be able to learn values of unity and diversity, respect and tolerance. So bringing in Raju as an eight-year-old and told through an innocent voice and an innocent mind and eye that watched the experiences, I brought in an African child that was a kitchen boy and his story as a unique friendship between two children. Sounds brilliant. Now, what about this process of putting the book together with illustrations? Because uh, it's for kids. And obviously now you've got to put this in picture form and illustrations. What was that process like? I think in the beginning, as all writers, you know, we have this fantasy mind working on a fantasy level and we assume that it was very easy. And actually that took many, many months of thinking about because we've got pictures of adults in our museums here and in our documentation centers we have many photographs of whatever little we've had of people working as laborers now to create it to the children involved in Mm. it i had to create a story where children were working in plantations right and then capturing that and getting an illustrator to understand the history my book is published in india they have very very little knowledge 
of how and what our history is. Right. So explaining it to to them took many days and months of narrating the story, telling, retelling them our history, and it was the back and forth of watching these illustrations, illustrations just being put together and tweaking it every time and kept reminding them that these are South Africans and how, what an African would look like and where the sugarcane plantation. So I think it was one of the most challenging things I've done and I had to include illustrations in the story. I think it's brilliant. Also difficult work I'm thinking because you have to share the vision with the illustrator and obviously you don't want to miss out anything in that caption as well. So exactly. a lot of hard work I presume. Yes, because remember it was Indian dress. It was easy when, you do, when they left India and the shores of mm-hmm. Madras. When they got onto the ship and then the story suddenly started changing especially again when you arrive here but you had to also keep to the to the level of what i really wanted to talk about and that was a 1860 settler story so bringing in the indian story and 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 in integrating it with an african story but the form of friendship that came with it and how we can merge cultural societies together and racial merge our racial differences by the unique friendship between children that then brought on lasting friendship between adults in different communities right we're chatting to uh, Kripa Deva the author of Uhambo the journey 23 if you're out in Port Elizabeth this afternoon and we're talking to Kripa Deva the author of Uhambo the journey now this year marks the 160th anniversary of the arrival of Indian endangered laborers to South Africa Kripa how important is this book in helping the youth understand history because I know you're saying that in India not much is known about the history of our ancestors and, and coming to these shores but in terms of obviously the youth understanding this today as well in history as part of South Africans um, how important will this be? It is one of the most crucial and significant aspects of our history. And I think after 160 years, it's about time we place this very important part of South African Indian history and give it a place and a rightful place. And we haven't done that. If you look at our history, we've been learning in the curriculum for many, many years about, firstly, it was very much a white history and where they were the heroes. And then the Mm. history curriculums have changed and the books have changed. And it's always been a very little or very small component of the historical books that students had to learn. Now, in the past, when we were very young children, we had the opportunity of living in extended families. Right. We had grandparents and great-grandparents and everybody living in families sharing their history because it was first-hand. And as you go along and you find that now that we are living more of a nuclear family style, parents don't have the time, nor do they understand the essence of what has happened and the truth about exactly the true story of an Indian that arrived from South Africa. This kind of void and emptiness in children as young as our young generation, we haven't been telling the stories enough, especially to the audience of a younger generation. So starting this for me is crucial. And I think being at 160 years as the anniversary that we are celebrating, it's time that we decided to put more into place. Yeah, I think everything begins at grassroots level. And you being you also a teacher and speaking about history, is this a book that you would like to see? in schools I wish they would I wish it would start in the primary schools because it is a story that I've addressed for between the ages of 6 and 10 years or 12 years but it is something that children could read understand and be proud of and for once at least know 
and embrace their own history and be able to talk about it amongst themselves. I'm in a high school at the moment, and yet when I talk to children about our history, segregation, apartheid, mm. racism, they sit in absolute awe because they didn't understand it, nor do they understand even today. Mm. So why are we still allowing it at this time in our history to still be a subject that is whispered, told very little about? I think parents and grandparents and families and people should be sharing this and we should have enough information and reading material to be able to do it. Documentation, short histories, short movies should be put together because South Africa is going towards global progression. And for us to be able to see that, we must be able to put in all aspects and fill in this puzzle that has been missing. Now, Kripa, for those who'd like to find out more about the book, Ohambo, The Journey, how can they get in touch with you? The best place, uh, 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 way to get hold of me is through my email address. It is kriba03 at gmail.com. All right. So uh, once again, congratulations and Thank all the best with, with the book. Hopefully we will see it in schools. Thank you very much. And a great vision as well that you have and all the best to you. Thank you very much, Lloyd, for having me.